welcome once again to Devotional, a spiritual resource for daily living. This is Pastor Ariel, and we are concluding lesson number 12. This is the last day, day number 7. Man, this has been an awesome week, awesome study, and I pray that um, you have been blessed by some of the things that the lesson has brought out, and I hope that you will not be satisfied just with what these little short interims in the podcast have provided. There is much more, much more in this lesson. <clears throat> I would encourage you to take advantage, and as I said before, there are links in the, the episodes in whatever podcast platform you're listening to this. You can just tap and have access to the entire lesson right now completely for free, whether through a web browser or downloading the app on your uh, iPhone or Android phone. And if you'd like to have a hard copy, the kind that I do, you could either print it online or if you want to order it, there will be a link for that as well at the Adventist Book Center. I believe it's $10.98 for a whole year subscription, $11, and you get to have this delivered to your house so that for three months you're studying different topics uh, different topics uh, throughout the entire year. I think, I think it's one of the best investments that you can make. So the last lesson, day number seven for lesson number 12. And again, I just want to conclude with the, this appeal that I had uh, earlier. The lesson does this as well as it recounts the, what took place in the mind of Agrippa and what should have taken place in the mind of Agrippa. It brought some awesome insights. I did not know he was so related uh, to individuals that had direct contact with Jesus um, as a child, with John the Baptist, Jesus' cousin, and with the Apostle James. Um, his whole family had had encounters, powerful encounters, with but a big uh, biblical characters. And all of them had suffered greatly because they opposed the message that these messengers had brought from heaven. And here was King Agrippa, you know, telling Paul, uh, are you trying to make me a Christian so quickly? Uh, you almost made me a Christian. Uh, it was unfortunate that he chose this. Uh, the very last sentence says that, that something of all of this flitted across Agrippa's memory, the past encounters his family members had with Jesus and the apostles and prophets, John the Baptist. But his vanity was flattered by the brilliant sin scene before him and pride and self-importance banished all nobler thoughts. I didn't realize how dangerous politics can be for the soul. Politics feeds on pride and is deceived by sin so easily because politics makes us so prone to do what God says we do. Man looks at the outward appearance. That's politicians through and through. But God is not a politician because God looks at the heart. And he has changed my heart. And I am confident that he is changing yours as well. Has changed it and is changing mine too. I just want to appeal to you. It is important for you to write down your testimony. And as opportunities come, share it. Not just once and say, well, I've shared it already. Um, as we read in Mark chapter 5, begin with your family. Does your wife know your conversion story? Does your husband know how you came to the Lord? Do your parents? Do your children? Share with your family how God has been merciful to you. And be careful not to glorify your old life of sin, but neither be so general that he didn't save you really from nothing. Uh, be specific as, you know, you struggle with pride or anger or things like that. Um, it will make your journey real to them, but most importantly, real to you. 
In 2 Peter chapter 1, in verse 9, we read this, these words, Peter warning us about the danger of losing our testimony. 2 Peter 1.9 says, For he who lacks these qualities is blind and short-sighted, having forgotten his purification from his former sins. Now, um, in, in the New Living Translation, it speaks, speaks about how they have forgotten, um, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sin. This week has just really convicted me. No matter how many times I have shared my testimony, if, if opportunity comes for me to share it, I need to. Not simply for the hearers, but for me, that I never forget that I have been cleansed from my old sins. So this is for me, again, an appeal for you to not simply brush off this idea of a testimony. If you are a church leader and you're invited to share the gospel, to preach at a pulpit, have you ever shared your testimony? I'm not simply saying a testimony of health or finances. I'm asking, have you ever shared your conversion story? Maybe, you know, that fear of sharing it might be more related to a fear that we're not sure if it's happened rather than sharing details or things like that. And you don't have to have, you know, an extravagant, you know, I used to be a cocaine dealer or things like that. Um, I, I was in the church most of my years, but I got stuck in so many dark, dark areas of my life. And I've been pretty candid with my church in that regards. And of course, as I've said in previous episodes, being an illegal immigrant had a lot to do with uh, emotional struggles with low self-esteem and all those things that that you know need to be said people need to know that jesus is real to us and he saves real people from real circumstances not abstract ideas like sin sin really means doesn't mean much especially when people that are not going to church or family members that never will step foot in church you need to share not just with words of course but with your life I want to share one last verse in this closing thoughts as to the importance of the testimony. It's a passage that I've been memorizing, Psalms 103, and I'm going to read it from two different translations. I'm going to begin with the New American Standard in verse 1. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. And I'm going to continue with the New Living Translation. It says, Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he has done for me i want to live like that and i want to share my testimony so that it's not just the people listening to me that will be able to be blessed i may may i never forget because at every opportunity i get i share with my co-workers i share with my family i share with my church that god is the one who forgives all of my sins heals all of my diseases. It is the Lord who redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the evils. That is a testimony that I'm sure someone is desperately needing to hear, desperately need to know that God can save them because He has saved you.